To refresh radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is passionate, tenacious, and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says... We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's, that's really the purpose of Refresh. It's the end of the day for people to feel refreshed. So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you today to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, and I am your host. Uh, I want to give a quick shout-out first to my girl, Princess Cooper, before we move any further, and uh, all of the other hosts of NHISG. I hope you're having a great Sunday. Um, if you hear, like, a lot of noise is kind of going on in the background, I am not at a restaurant, and I'm not at the mall. We are actually today doing a show about family time about making time to be with family. And so what you're really listening to are several different conversations that's taking place in my own home, from politics to just girls sitting and uh, relatives, cousins, you know, um, talking and playing a a table um, with uh, another group of uh, young ones that are uh, talking, young adults that are sitting and talking about just life and um, a father and a son and a friend conversation taking place in the back. Um, I think it's important that um, we refocus and dive back into family time. It's so important in being able to structure um, the lives of our young adults, but it also brings uh, a place of unity. I want to talk to you uh, quickly uh, first in this segment of it about when we allow our family time and those relationships to fade when we start putting everything else in place of us spending time uh, with our families, um, a lot of us have noticed that, and I can't even say, like, like I don't know um, what it feels like because I'm actually experiencing it right now. Um, we had one of, I'm a mother, my husband and I are parents of um, six children, uh, and so, but we had one of our children to actually uh, run away from home. And I know when you listen to that, you say, well, that's not the first time that's ever happened. Everybody probably experienced a teenager. It might have a lot of people have experienced them running, having to run away, and then they come back. No, I mean, like, literally extract their lives from our life, and not because they were being abused, not because they were being mistreated um, on what you would say, like, is um, like, you know, most people that remove themselves out of, they were molested or abused physically, and it wasn't that. It was just uh, in her heart, um, she felt like she wasn't getting the time, the connection that comes when you connect with family properly. Now, some of it was, I must admit, I would say it was kind of a little emotional, wanting to do some of the things that she wanted to do, but there were a lot of valid points in what she was saying, and we had to hear it, and it wasn't comfortable, but it was beneficial, if you understand what I'm saying. What it did was it woke me up to the fact that, you know, what's happening in the office cannot take precedent over my family. What's happening in my life, it cannot separate me from the ones that I am to groom and cultivate. 
it does not replace the time. Like bringing my family along with what I'm working with does not qualify as family time. When we don't do that, two things happen. You look around and you see that your family has all selected these different times and they are all off doing it. And so when you have Thanksgiving or Christmas, people gather in one house and they're all in separate rooms doing their own thing. We have intentionally, my husband and I have purpose to make sure that what we do is we build family again, that we build relationships within our families over again. And not only just in our, our um, the nucleus of our biological family, but that we even expand that relationship in our church. We're encouraging uh, us to uh, connect again, to connect with those that, that love you and care about you. One thing that I have learned in um, the season of life just of aging, can I just say that? Of aging is that we don't have forever. And so the time that we've been given, and even if we live like the natural amount of time in which is promised to us, if we live like a long life, some of you like might not even be aware in the word that we were promised a set amount of time. Uh, so if you're not aware of that, let's just say you have like a, um, a generations live long in your family. So you can look at that, but and say, you know what, I'll, I'll probably live until like I'm 90 or I'll live until I'm in my 80s. Um, but what if something happens in between? What if sickness comes? What if death comes prematurely, like by accident or illness or something like that? The time we could have invested in bonding and building relationships and memories, that's the thing, building memories that you can sit around and talk about um, not, it may not even be the memories in which you you build for yourself. It may be the memories that you build for others, stories that your children can tell about you, good stories, not that I'm sad and my mom was crazy or my dad was a drunk or whatever, but good stories about things that happen. I'm reminded of before my plate got so busy and I got so um, stretched in many different directions. I used to do silly things with my kids. And I'm not talking about like when they're five and six. I'm talking as adults. I can remember like when I say adults, like in college and they would be at home or when they were going to school locally. We had this thing where we would try to scare each other. I can remember waiting in my oldest son's closet for a good 20 minutes just to be able to have that good to be able to jump out and scare them or, or to stand around the corner and see like my oldest daughter come around the corner and then just reach out and touch her, uh, you know, because you're standing in the dark of a corner in your house with all the lights off and you're going to like the bathroom in another part of the, the, the house. I remember one night when my youngest son, I was there, and, and I heard him come, and I wasn't even thinking about it. And I, I got this idea. I'm like, going, oh, I am so going to get him. And we have like a guest bathroom that kind of backs up to our um, our laundry room. And so I slide into the laundry room because he went into the guest bathroom. I came out of my bedroom, which is down the hall from from the the um, the laundry room in that guest bathroom. So I snuck and got in there and cut the light off with the door crack. So when he came <laughs> when he came out, I just reached out and I touched him across his back. And to watch him like flip around and he is like ready to he didn't know whether to run, scream, hit. He didn't know what to do. And I was on the floor laughing. Those are things that actually build memories. I can remember being in the house where I was growing up. And my cousins would be like in a room standing on the dresser hiding in the dark, <laughs> waiting on me to come in and just to freak me out and scare me. You know, you know what, that's a bunch of foolishness. But no, it's, it's connective moments. It's connective moments. Conversations that, uh, uh, that are stirred in, in our home. There are conversations that our children will remember a lifetime. Uh, they know how to even provoke us into places that we really had no intention of going, just so that we can interact with them. 
So let me ask you a question. What if your children or your husband or your wife has been doing things to try to get you to spend time with them, quality time, not buying them flowers, not getting them a new dress, shoes, suits, you know, but they actually are craving family, personal, intimate time with you, and you've been bypassing it? What if they've been dropping all of the right signs, you know, saying, okay, this is what I would like to do, and I'd like to take a trip with you. I would like to go sit, and maybe not even a trip. It doesn't even have to be anything extravagant. Maybe they just, when they invite you for the ninth time to go and, and eat dinner or to sit and watch a movie, what's happening is in your home, they are pleading with you nonverbally to, or, or well, it's a verbal, it's a verbal gesture, but then what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, hey, spend time with me. We missed the mark, I'm telling you, on our middle daughter, and uh, she's gone and um, is out of the house and has married someone. And, um, I mean, and we have not had a relationship, and this is not an abusive or anything like that. And if you talk to her, she would say that wasn't it. It was that she was so craving attention that we did not give her, that there was someone there that was willing to give her what we could not or did not or chose not because we were unaware of how important it was to give it to her. Um, and so if you don't, and, and can I just say this too, in marriages, it's so important because if you don't give them time, even though it may not be on their mind to uh, have an affair or cheat, how people end up in places they never thought they would is because there was a breakdown of communication somewhere. When people stop talking in their own homes, they begin to build lives that make them comfortable. And it's so funny because the things that we won't do, whether it's your children, whether it's your husband, uh, your family, uh, your wife, uh, siblings, they will find someone that will accommodate them. And it's not comes out of ten. It's not even someone that really uh, is good for them or would help them. To carry them to another level. It's just something or someone that's filling space. And so today I want you, if you're not, uh, uh, you're living lives where your family's coming in and everybody's going into different rooms and using their cell phones or whatever their uh, technological devices are um, and not communicating with each other, uh, I want to encourage you today to just try it. Just try it. Just, just try cooking a dinner and, and for everybody and saying, you know what, we're going to all eat together. We're going to hang out and, uh, and watch and see how it all uh, plays out. I believe that God has a blessing for our family if we will just take time to build them again. Hey, look, you're listening to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson. I'll be right back in a few moments with more family time.
guys. I want to welcome you back to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson. You have entered into family time. Today's show is about why it's important for us to have family time. I know if you're like just tuning in, you're like going, what is all the noise? What's going on? But what's happening actually is family time. In the room, if you were uh, just now tuning in, in the room, we have all sorts of conversations that's taking place. Uh, everyone's just kind of comfortable. We just finished eating our Sunday meal, and uh, we're enjoying our time together. Uh, the reason why I felt that it was important for us to do this show today is because we have gotten away from family time. I remember when I was a little girl, my grandmother, and probably many of you still may do this, but there are many that do not. We're so overworked <laughs> that... On Sundays, if we go to church, we are trying to go to sleep. We're trying to get something quick, eat it, and go take a nap. But while we're doing that, the house is disconnecting. Our family is disconnecting. One of the things that I uh, have started doing in our family, I must admit, for um, I would say for a few years, uh, we all were going in different directions when it was time to eat. The kids were going one way. I was going another way. My husband was going back to work in another town. And we were all separating Sundays. We would just kind of all drift back in. Now, we might catch a movie together later that night, like in my room, <laughs> you know, or or do something. But that was, you know, those times were few and far between. Um, but we didn't, we weren't spending time together. One of the things that I noticed that helped pull the house together is I started doing something that I have never done in my life, I would say. I would take pride in saying that I did not know how to cook. I was all right with my husband being the better cook in the house. And, but uh, I've recently taken this new personal challenge to where I'm trying to cook a lot. And so I took on today for the first time my first Sunday meal. Now, we would order eat, and we could eat together, but I decided to cook and just, you know, have my, my family, my God kids here. And, and so we are taking the opportunity to be able to um, just kind of love on each other, spend time together, uh, and it works. It works. Food and conversation, they work. They actually work. If there are these gaps in relationships that's happening uh, in your families, I want you to ask yourself the question, where and how did it start to unravel? When did we become disconnected? It's not that we have bad relationships. Now, I'm not saying that every family is separated because it's something bad or, or they were too busy. You know, and maybe just life just happened. Maybe people are working in other towns. Maybe the kids are away at college. But I'm talking about where you have everybody that's there. I have six children, and five out of six are still in this area or in my house, or um, and, and we still manage to be able to get around each other and not even know that we're there. I've been out of town for past uh, uh, three days, and uh, I remember one of my kids walking in the room, and they were just heading in and handling things. I had come in and had been in for a while, and they didn't even know I was even in the house. That's how we used to operate. Are you operating like that? Because some of your pressures, the frustrations, well, get out of you. Just take time, unload, laugh, have conversations that bring ease and joy to you. Do some things. Right now they're waiting on cookies, snickerdoodles to cool so that they can eat ice cream. I won't let them go until the show is over. So, uh, and they're enjoying it. They're talking anyway. I don't even know if they've forgotten about the cookies or, or forgotten about the ice cream, but they're engaged. Make a way for your family to engage and to be a part of each other's lives. You'd be surprised at how many people write today. They don't have the luxury that you have of being able to just deny yourself and your family of each other's presence. They don't have any family. They, they're all totally alone. But you have. I don't know who we're talking to today on the radio, but you have, you have. Is it frustration? It wasn't an argument that separated you and drove you out of the house? Or have you not talked to your mom or your dad in a while? Do you have siblings that you have not connected with in a while? And you have to ask yourself the question, why? Why? We were not created to live in solitude. 
We were created to interact with each other, to be a part of each other's lives. And so I want to encourage you on uh, reconnecting and making it no other day. And I know some of us are working, but pick your day. But if you're free on Sundays, it's time to be able to welcome people back into your homes. Cook a meal, bake a cake, do something. But it's time. It's it's time. I um, before we went to break, I asked my uh, one of my god grandkids. Um, I was gonna have her to share with you briefly why she feels like the family time is uh, is important. Uh, this is Bree. And uh, Brie, I want to welcome you on today. And so go ahead and share. Better yet, not why it's important, share one of the most favorite things you enjoy about family time. Um, one of the most things I enjoy about family is getting to know each other better than what you've already known them for and just getting deeper bonds with each other and having a good time and eating and just being silly and goofing off. Um, and I just love it. It's great to be a part of family that you love and cherish every day. What is one of the things that you guys do, like, not just with us, but, like, as of, you know, like, with your godparents and wow. brothers and sisters and stuff? What is one of the things that you like doing with your family and child do? Like, one of the I things, want to see if you're going to say what I think you're going to say. Um, I love when we play a game called Taboo. It is... <laughs> the most insane game we've all played together. It is crazy. You guys should play it. Okay, so what's one of the favorite things? So tell them about the thing that you guys and y'all built before. Oh. You don't want to let it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah, me and my little sister built forts um, every now and then. Well, not every now and then. More than probably. Right. Should. But we right. build them and we just watch movies and goof off, play cards, eat candy, stay up all night. Um, just getting, you know, having that time with your little sister to bond and discover deeper ties with her. Right. Do you do that with your mom and dad? No. I thought we building a fort, like, uh-huh. well, like a couple of weeks, what was that, a few weeks ago, Sharika? That y'all were building the fort. Were they building the fort and watching the movie? Yeah. Did, you, did y'all go in the fort with them? They didn't. But y'all have? Y'all going into the fort too? Yeah. We built one so big we had a mattress in there. Oh, they're getting out. So y'all did what? We built one fort so big we put a mattress in there. (laughs) And in that, that, that's like you, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother? No, it was just me, my mom, my dad, and my sister. Oh, okay. (laughs) You think sports are too kidding? Um, one of the things that uh, I, my, we haven't done it in a while, um, well, I can't say that one. Well, that was probably been about a year that we used to do family time. Um, and we have always, we raised like our kids in this thing called a family bed um, where our kids would come and pile up and we would all sleep. You've seen us do that before. We'll all sleep like in one room. And then there are times where I made my god kids come down. Here's Sharita. So I do. I make you like spend the night here. Here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We 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 have our own uh, home. We've we've had to come over with sleeping bags and covers and pillows. Um, just to hang out and uh, spend time with family. We watch movies and just laugh and talk and play cards. You know, we're all pretty competitive, so. We, we, yeah, just pray. We've done that before and stayed all night. So it's a it's an awesome time with bonding. Yeah. What do you What do you like about What do you like about family time? What What is it that really that you love about? Not even it doesn't have to be with what you do with us. Are the larger portion of our family, but you and your your the nucleus of your family. What do you like? What do you love about family? Memories. It creates these memories that you can carry on with you, um, you know, until you're old. Um, and I, I love it. Like even now, I can remember I have memories of my, when my grandmother would kind of gather all her kids and all her grandkids and we'd just come over and laugh and talk. And so I'm 34, and those things happened when I was like 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and, and I can still remember those things. 20 years ago. Um, so memories and, and 
the bond is that it creates. It just it, it solidifies every time family gets together. Um, just yeah, yeah, that's. Well, we have another also. We want to. Um, she produces our show, but uh, I want her to share too, Tasha. With um, she is probably the newest member of our family, and so um, Tasha, I want you to share what you feel is so important about having family to spend family time with. Give two families. I think it's important because you get to know each other. And then, like you said, like Teresa was saying, memories, you things that you can talk about or laugh about later. Like me and Riley will talk about things that happened like two, three years ago in the hallway. We'll just be bringing things up. And it'd be so funny. We should be laughing. Like, do you remember when mom did? <laughs> everybody, the house, the room just empties out and everybody like disappears <laughs> for that person <laughs> because they don't think, they don't want that to go back. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you might remember something that happened that I did. <laughs> so they vanish. I think it's also important that when we need like these extra support systems in our lives as we go through things, because the reality is we're all going to have to go through something. And when you've taken time and built relationship with family, that you will have that that um, uh, uh, you'll have that support system that will help uh, uh, you to be able to stand and forge through whatever it is that you're going through. When life comes and we have isolated ourselves, or we're all living these isolated lives, just thinking about ourselves only. When hard times, tough times come. When they do come, and we've we've emptied out and and caused everybody to to leave, and let me tell you, those are some of the roughest times. I have to be honest. There are people that needed to go out of my life, and there were people that I wasn't mature enough to hold on to in my life. And those that I wasn't mature enough, let me tell you what, I miss them. I miss them because I didn't value those relationships. Let me, um, I'm going to call someone else up. Hey, Chase, come here. She's locked into, uh, here we go. There you go. She's locked into her phone laying on the floor with her guy. Because then here you go. Tell us, what what do you like most about spending time with her? Um, I like eating food, and I like that we get to make funny memories and talk and laugh. And I like how I get to roast everyone and, <laughs> yeah, how I get to eat the food. But I like how we just get very close and love each other. Not uh, not long ago, we had, Chase kind of went through scared. We thought she had cancer. And it was, what really helped get you through that? Um, my friends and food and my mom and my parents and they really just helped me through the whole experience because it was kind of scary but I knew that God had me the whole time so that was the thing that really made me like know that everything was going to be okay well you had a little more support system than that yeah and everyone yeah you did but one person she didn't even want to go into surgery like you didn't want them right there when you get ready to go who was that Bree. Bree. Yeah. Because you had a weird kind of relationship, right? Yeah, we yeah. like physically abuse each other all the time. <laughs> and it's really fun and exciting. Because I get to like hit Bree with stuff and she like gets to drop me down the stairs. <laughs> no, no, no. But we have social services here at my house. That is not true and she's being funny. No, she didn't drop me down the stairs. Yes, she did. She dropped you down the stairs. No, she did, but we were right there. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. The service is coming in. <laughs> <laughs> because she thought the ottoman was right there. 
Oh, she thought the ottoman. Oh, she's trying to help you. She's trying to make it sound like somebody just dropped you down down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we need to go to a commercial break. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Could have paralyzed me, girl. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I have a black mom moment. <laughs> I had to pull it back. I had to pull it back for one second. I did. Oh my god. So anyway, yeah, that's why y'all tell y'all stories upstairs. It's things like that, and even though it just kind of sounds like just regular everyday stuff, it fortifies. It fortifies your life in such a way that when the battles come, as I was saying a few moments ago, that you can withstand them and you don't have to do them. Alone. When you build a relationship, and even when you bring the young ones, now that's my youngest daughter, she's 14 years old, but when you really take time to build it, when you take time to build it, what happens is they grow up and they become adults that sit around and they talk to each other. There are, um, there are many adults who have siblings that they barely speak to, and there was no uh, emphasis, or maybe it might have been something that change the relationship, but many times it's because there was no effort to keep it connected as they were growing, and the adults in their lives did not see that it was important. They kind of left it up to them to try to fix the relationship. You, you, you agree, Sherry? Or you want to take? I, I totally agree. Um, for a while, it was like that with my my youngest brother, um, and. And honestly, it wasn't until there would go like four or five years before I would see him, and then I probably would talk to him maybe once a year or something like that. Um, and and it, it does it creates this distance, um, which is kind of weird to me because you spend all this time together growing up, and then when four or five years go by, there's this space this separation that creates this distance between you. But uh, it definitely is key to remain uh, close to be able to talk even as you grow and go on throughout your life. And I know when you become adults, everybody kind of goes their separate ways, but I think it's important that, that you should still should still stick together, should still communicate. Hey, look, guys, I hope that this Sunday is something that, a time that you're spending with your family. And if not, I hope that this uh, show provokes you or, or uh, yeah, that's exactly what I mean, provokes, provokes you to go and build time with family again. And then we're going to come back in a few minutes. And family does not have to be biological. It doesn't. And we'll talk about that further after the break. You listen to Refresh? This is Regina Johnson, your host. We're doing... Somebody, what are we doing? Family time. Family time. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're like choking her. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Get up, 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 get
in what up Hey guys, I want to welcome you back to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host. If you're listening to all this chatter and conversations that are happening and you're just now joining the show, it is because you are catching a show called Family Time. We are emphasizing the importance of us rebuilding the family, spending time together again, making Sundays, Sunday meals, hanging out, enjoying, enjoying being, being together. When you're listening, you listen to like my husband over in the distance talking to my oldest son, and you, and my 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 uh, oldest daughter sitting on the couch talking to her boyfriend. My two older daughters, they're here and uh, are talking and laughing with each other. And I wish we were live on the air because I'd show you a beautiful video of, of the two younger teens laying on the floor, snuggled up together, laying on each other, watching videos. That's what it's about. The two younger girls laughing and giggling. Being intentional to build your family again. One of the things that I found that is also equally important that as your family grows, they began to grow and have like they they're they're starting to have their own relationships beyond you. I think it's important that as your family learns to spend time together, that they incorporate having family time with their mates involved, whether it's boyfriends or girlfriends or or fiancés, or, you know, or, or husband and wife, but hopefully before they get to the stage of husband, husband and wife, but spending time together. I'm going to have Riley and uh, Jabez um, now. This is um, uh, my daughter and her boyfriend, and so we're just going to share why they feel that's so important. Uh, Riley and Jabez, I want to talk to you guys about family time. You know, I just introduced out like I shared, you know, you as my daughter, and he's your boyfriend, which is also a part of our, our family, right? I would connect yes. with that. Why is it important that your mate interacts with your family, that he's involved in family time? Or you can answer why you feel it's important that you connect with family. Um, I think it's important that I connect with family because you don't want, because I'm in a relationship with your significant other, you're not only having a relationship with that person, but you're entering a whole new family. And I think it's important to build that um, as much as you can because you guys want to build something that it's not only for you. After you ha- happen to have your kids, your kids are going to be like, hey, where's grandmother? If you don't have a good relationship with your grandmother, then your kids are going to suffer from it. So it's going to be exactly um, because because the, the grandmother is, you know, exactly, um, probably spoiling the kids even more. And if you don't have that relationship, me as the boyfriend or future husband, as with the with the with the parents, then my my kids can't ask. They can. Then I'll be like all tight. Um, I can't send you to your grandmother because this and that. Now they are stuck in a cage, in a position where they are they are not having a relationship with their family, their immediate family. So it's a generational thing that you're trying to protect and also, yeah. So Riley, what do you, what is your take on it? As um. Um, so family is, is, um, important and with him being my boyfriend and, you know, um, him building a relationship with my family because we do plan on getting married. It's important to have that relationship because I want, I want my family to love him. And so, you know, it's important for me and, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> okay, she's like a non-talker. Caitlin, this is uh, one of my grandkids here. Come here. Why do you feel like oh, you can't come here? She has like a birthday. Yeah, I'll hand it to you. Why do you? What do you love about being in family time? And then pass it to Kyle. Um, I think it's kind of fun, and also you get to like talk and see how their life has been going and it's really fun when you guys all laugh together and we all get to be like crazy together and just have fun and open up and it's really fun to hang out with family and play crazy games like spades 
and all that. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to step over here to another conversation that's taking place about government, and uh, they're ready to dash. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. My oldest son right here, what do you love? <laughs> here? What are you going to make me fall down? What do you love about family time, about spending family time? I just love interaction with everyone uh, and talking and uh, just sharing uh, moments and times in our lives. Wonderful, wonderful time of the season to do so as well. Holidays are, are upon us. Hey, look, uh, but I always notice, like, you're always doing stuff to, like, you know, where you provoke your dad to different conversations. Is that, like, intentional so you can spend time with him or what? Yeah, just like his uh, point of view. I'm um, on different topics, whether it be just um, just this wide variety of views. So, um, yeah, I like conversating, getting his perspective on things. All right. Hey, I think he's trying to escape, but he's not. Hey, what do you like about family? I enjoy the 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 togetherness. I enjoy. Sharing, being together. That's it? That's it. Come on, you got to do better than that, Mr. J. Come on. Well, what do you like about hanging out with the kids? Look at Marcus over here. He's making fun of What did he say? He said, you together twice. You're trying to give you a hard time. Oh, I don't know. You don't care, huh? Yeah. Not Marcus, right? No. Right. It's, what do you like about being with the kids? I don't. No. You don't like them? No. You don't? No. Oh, okay. You got a house full of grown kids and he's a joke. And he's just running around the corner. Hey, look, we have a guest, too. And this is not like an uncommon setting in our house. This is something that happens a lot. We had stopped for one time, and then we had to go back and gather what was important. Now, you hear him saying different kind of silly things. Um, but there's a lot of love that's in the room, and we're not pretending, and we definitely would not be on the air uh, saying it. And if it wasn't so, but we absolutely love and adore uh, having time where we can all come together. Yes, did you want to say something more? <laughs> what did you want to say? Nothing. You just came over to stand next to me. <laughs> just feel it. And you think, like, as we get older, that it would be better. Like, they were, they were no, do not bring the dog in. Don't bring the dog in. The dog doesn't want to say anything. Trust me, she does not want to say She doesn't. What is she saying? Why don't you interpret and then tell us what she's saying? You are so silly. But, hey, look, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know what that thing is that will bring your family together, that will help you all all connect. But you need to find it. It, it, it may be food and it may be uh, a project. I, I don't know what it is. That's one thing with us being in ministry. We've learned how to do projects together. We've learned to build things together. And so I don't know what it is, but family is important. We were saying before the break that it was important that you understood that family does not have to be biological. It can be people that God has connected you to. There are just as many of my God kids that are in this room as there are my biological children. And so... But there's no dividing lines of love in here. And then even uh, there's a young man here that I want to introduce you guys to who's also part of our family, but he's a part of our spiritual family. And so his name is Amantre. Amantre, I know you've been ducking the bullet, but what do you like about family time? I love family time. Uh, I th- <laughs> Oh, so yeah, yeah, I love it, man. Oh uh, no, it's, it's <laughs> no, it's <laughs> he is making me laugh. Stop. I know. Please, please stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think family time is great. <laughs> you don't even know what to say. Okay, we're gonna try this one more time. What do you like most about hanging out with your granddad? I think what I love most about hanging out with my granddad. <laughs> what I like most about hanging out with my granddad is and with my family is that I think that you really get to see 
um, the heart of the Father and God's, um, how he created us. He created us to be involved with our families and and love on one another and have community. So I love that. I love the fact of that is just hanging out and having community with my family. I know it was kind of hard for him to be able to talk, but it does. It changes things when we build time together. I want to ask somebody, like everybody in the room, we're almost to the end. What about how is it, um, and I, any one of you can answer this question. Yes, what? What is, uh, what is, well, no, I'm just going to say it like it is. How important, <laughs> you know what, you know what, <laughs> well, because I'm trying to keep on like turning it and turning it, but it's like, how important is it to you to have each other in, in your life? The family will always be there. All right. The family will always be there. When no one else is there. If you get arrested, they'll bail you out. You know what, no, if you get arrested, you stay in there, man. Oh my goodness, you are so locked up. Yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Honey, you know what? Why? Who cares? What is this? You know what? Oh my. Girl, you are lying. <laughs> you are so silly. Golly, this is school. Is, is Juvie? Junior high is detention? No, it's not. Oh, my gosh. You're so silly. Family is important. It is. No matter how you build your family or your family has been structured, I believe that it's a God thing. I believe God puts people together to be able to help them to be able to walk through, walk through and make it. So I don't know. I don't know what uh, what your family structure is. I don't, I don't know what it consists of. I don't know if, like, even you're in the state of rebuilding your family. Maybe your family has been broken apart, and now you are a part of a family that you wouldn't call necessarily your biological family. Whatever it is, build, make time, connect. It will change and shape your life. Should we want to talk to you a little bit about that, about how family has really been built built for you. Uh, you, you. Well, not that you didn't have a family, but talk about how this this family um, unit with y'all involved, how it has impacted your life. Uh, but, wow, it's, it's been really phenomenal to, to have, um, you know, like, it really, I guess it's kind of like, uh, like having two parents or two moms, two dads, and, and then I even have uh, Nini. And so what that's been for me, what I've noticed that that is for for me and my family is all the components um, that were insufficient or, or lacking in my biological family, um, this this family gives. Um, there, there wasn't like a, a model for my husband and myself to where parents stay married and and raise their kids, um, and so I, I have that here. We have that model and, and just um, how to uh, maneuver with that. How to how to maneuver with that, and so it's like anywhere we were lacking with family, or or there were people missing or, or they were not there for whatever reason. This is like God has placed um all the missing pieces with, with this with this family and it's um it's really been life changing. Uh it's it's really I think the most the thing that I cherish the most or the thing that is most important to me about it is it, it you don't have to. You didn't have to except my my husband or my kids or my family. You didn't have to. Um, because we're we're not biological, um, and so the fact that you chose to, um, and you continue to choose to, no matter um, the, the the battles or the the challenges that even we bring just as adults or um, or, or kids, you still choose to. And to me, that 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 speaks volumes um, 
um, because there are, there are many situations where that's not the case. But the fact that someone can choose you and, and they didn't birth you or you're not a part of their biological set, I, I think it's phenomenal. It's, it's, and it's amazing, an amazing opportunity um, that I think should be valued for life. Thank you, Sharita. I really wasn't looking for that. I was looking for something else, but thank you for that. No matter how your family is built, and, and I thank God for the privilege to be able to be loved beyond just the nucleus of my home. And that's where the real blessing is, is that people beyond you can choose you and then can love you and support you. And uh, I, I, I thank God for that. I do thank God for that. So I want to encourage you. I don't know what your family situation is. I don't know if you're lonely or, or whatever. If you, maybe you're just one person. There is a unit that is set up just for you. It might come through a friend group or it may come through a work group or uh, it may happen just in your church. But be open to be able to be embraced so that you can have family. My, uh, the Lord gave me a word many years ago. It was out of Isaiah 54, and it started out and said, and, and I, was a, I couldn't have children, and I could have them, and I couldn't have them. It was it was an interesting journey, but it said, weep not, O barren woman, for more the children of the desolate than of the married. And what it was reassuring me that I would have children. We would have children, some that would bear up out of our womb and some that wouldn't, but that God would bring more into our lives that, that we were willing and open to accept. Hey, look, I'm about to run out of time here for the show, but I want to tell you, be blessed, grab family, and I'll see you next week. You're listening to Refresh. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 